Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. If you've ever felt like a bad mom before, you're probably not alone. I assume that's probably a common thought you go through at least once or twice in your motherhood or maybe every every day. Uh, that's really what her question is today on Ask My Mom, something that she's actually doing to make her daughter look better. Uh, she's kind of like the Lori Laughlin of third grade, <laughs> third graders. Uh, you decide, is she a bad mom? We'll get into that here in a couple minutes with my mom on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Hello, mom. Hi, honey. I want to uh, paint the picture of what my quote unquote studio looks like right now. Oh dear. So I, I mean, it's not that messy, believe it or not, but I'm just sitting here. I've got no shirt on. I've just got sweaty workout pants on <laughs> and Kiki sitting in my lap. And I realized that like when I go into a radio station, I got to be all dressed up. This podcasting thing, I can just show up how I want. I can be sweaty yeah. and nasty and gross. And I mean, my hair is a mess because I haven't had it cut in what now two months. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just a much, I'm, as I'm sitting here recording with no shirt on, it's just a very funny experience of like, this is, this is strange. I think people like picture what we do and what we look like. Right. Mm-hmm. And so today I want to be very honest. I'm doing this, uh, this podcast half naked and unshowered. So mm. that's okay. A, we can't see you and we can't smell you. <laughs> so we're what all about, happy. Try to like like paint the picture of your side too. Um, so I'm sitting in my lovely little office slash library. I am dressed. <laughs> I don't have makeup on. I only put makeup on. I've only had makeup on once in the last however long we've been quarantined. Six weeks. Good for you. Well, you know, Brian and Aunt came on Saturday. That's my brother and his husband, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I decided, okay, we're going to be 10 feet apart, but I'm going to look my best. So I put my makeup on, and then I realized that you can only see my eyes <laughs> because, <laughs> I had, because I had my mask on. <laughs> <laughs> you could just in like 30% so, of your makeup and just right around your so eyes. So what a waste that was, right? So yeah, yes, right, I'm truly. sitting here, and uh, my place is fairly orderly, as you would imagine. I'm watching my birds. Did that bird camera ever work out? No. <laughs> so it's still my brother, sitting there. He had this idea that we should buy my mom this bird camera for Christmas. And it's like basically like this, think of like a, um, like a bird, what do you call that? Like a house, birdhouse? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but there's just like a little perch. And inside like where the birdhouse would be, there's just this little camera. And it was like really complex trying to like get it set up. I don't know why he thinks that would be a good thing for you to do, especially when you can just look out the window <laughs> and see the birds. But now there's a camera next to it where you'd have to watch it from your phone. It didn't really make a lot of sense, but I just went with it, you know, because they were they were excited about it. Well, I can't see them up close, obviously. Well, that's true. Like I can. That's the whole point. And you can also video it, yeah. which is really cool. I, think. I mean, is it? I don't know. I haven't would been able to try it. Would you go back to watch it. the birds later? Would you? Of course I would. <laughs> would you? Okay. <laughs> okay. Old people, are, y'all, y'all are funny. Y'all are funny people. <laughs> we are. You'll be there once, too. I know. I, I mean, know. you'll be just, there at some point if you're that's lucky. That's what I'm worried about. Like, well, one day I, I look forward to turning on my phone and watching bird videos that I recorded earlier. I don't know. Maybe. I hope so. So my dad wants to come on today because he is 
uh, it feels like he was misportrayed oh. yesterday by you. <laughs> oh, um, I see. Yeah, we were talking about how my my dad is uh, the Karen or the Carl of <laughs> of every situation where if he feels like there he has been um, mistreated by a company, he will go to all lengths to make sure that it's right. Well, yesterday it started with a loaf of bread that wasn't cut. And so then it turned into him getting five loaves of bread. But he, apparently the story you told wasn't the correct version of the story. Oh, so, I see. Well, you know, every I, story has two sides. I know. So <laughs> I'll be curious to see here his uh, his perspective. We'll, we'll get him on here in, in just a couple of minutes. Okay. Um, I can't believe, and I feel like this is one of those books that a lot of people have read, but you haven't, called The Alchemist. Mm-hmm. I started listening to it this week, and it's really, really good. Um, but you've never read that before? No. And who is that by? Oh, uh, don't ask me questions. Pablo, okay. Pablo, somebody, Pablo, uh, uh, Paulo C-O-E-L-H-O, Colo, I don't know. Um, but it's, yeah, The Alchemist, A-L-C-H-E-M-I-S-T. Mm-hmm. And the author is Paulo, P-A-U-L-O. And the uh, last name is C-O-E-L-H-O, Colo. Uh, yeah, sure. Um <laughs> And I, to a friend recommended this book to me because it's kind of about chasing your dreams and kind of about um, letting the universe work the way it's going to work. And mm. so if you're in a weird transition phase, which I feel like we all kind of are, we, I think it could be a good, a good book for you. But something hit me today because a lot of people ask me the question, like, how are you today? And I'm always just kind of like, the same, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like every day I wake up and pretty much do the exact same thing. I mm-hmm. wake up, lay in bed for a while, get up, um, try to go work out, eat lunch, walk Kiki, do the podcast, post the podcast, go to bed. Mm-hmm. And so every day does kind of seem like it's just the same. Like it's just the same every single day. And I feel like probably a lot of you feel that way right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But this quote hit me today when I was listening to it. When each day is the same as the next, it's because people fail to recognize the good things that happen in their lives every day that the sun rises. And it's true. Like I kind of wake up in a funk, Mm -hmm. stay in a funk, go Mm -hmm. to bed in a funk, Mm -hmm. like over and over and over again. So my life's in a funk because I'm just kind of staying in that same mindset over Mm -hmm. and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really want to like work on that. Have you ever done or do you do a gratitude journal of any kind? I have. And I, I found I found that very helpful in my life. But I can tell you that in my prayer time every day, I always give thanks first. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've said this before. There is always good news in every day and so much to be thankful for and grateful for. But but the author of that is right. We don't look for that. Right. We stay in our own little mindset, you know, which is usually pretty narrow for most of us. Right. Um, so we just need to expand that a little bit and look for the good and the positive and be grateful. I have about 400 gratitude journals that I've been given <laughs> over the past 10 years Mm -hmm. and they're all just sitting there and I Mm -hmm. try to wake up and do it. Um, people swear by journaling. I don't do it, uh, Mm -hmm. because it's just not my, 
way of expressing myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I can come on and do a podcast forever, but to like sit there and write stuff out, it's just not my thing. Right. Uh, but everyone swears that like I need to like start journaling, but I was so, like, maybe I should uh, like force myself to start doing it. at least start thinking that way. And like when someone asks like, how's your day going? I need to find the good in the day. Like there is still, there's still good, even though it's been, you know, a shit storm. Mm-hmm. It's still, there's still a lot of positives that I don't, and I know they're there, but that's not the first thing that's going to pop up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you all about the bad stuff first, and then I'll get back to the good stuff if I got time, which right. I don't. And we harp on the bad stuff rather yeah. than thinking about the good things. And, you know, we all have to find things that feed our soul, right? So right. if journaling's not right for you, then try something else that gets you in touch with that soul soul space. That's really the key, whether that's mindfulness, meditation, prayer, walking in nature, whatever that is, you know, for each of us, because it's all different. Right. Yeah. I try journaling, but I, you know, it's not my thing. I journal periodically. Right. People swear by it though. They swear it's like life changing. Again, I've I've got right next to my gratitude journals. I've got about 400 notebooks people give me too. Like just start journaling, just start journaling. You know, another thing you can do for people that do gratitude journals is just to write 10 things every day you're thankful for. Right. I mean, they say don't even start that big. You need to start with one. Like, mm-hmm. what's, what's one thing you're grateful for? Three. Yeah. Like, I was looking at my, um, one of my journals yesterday and it's like just three things started with like three things. Mm-hmm. Uh, my planner actually I have a planner for the show and it's got a space for like, what's three things you're, th- you're grateful for. And I just, mm-hmm. I, I need to like get better about it. I need to like change that shift or shift that perspective mm-hmm. from, Everything's terrible to like, hey, there's still a lot of good things too today that I just don't want to focus on because I feel and like maybe that could change that, Isn't that the key? It's the shifting. Right. Right. It's the shift. How can we shift our thinking? Our minds are powerful. So how can we shift our thinking to things that bless us and mm-hmm. have positive energy rather than negative energy and bring us down? Um, I had to look up that quote because I listened to it earlier and I really liked it. Um, but another quote in here too, cause I'm like on a page now of quotes from the book is that every blessing ignored becomes a curse. Oh, mm. it's kind of interesting, right? That is interesting. Um, anyway, you mm. should read it. I think you'd really like it. Yeah. So I'll order you can it. Do that and then you can watch your bird camera later. <laughs> no, I can't. It's not working. True. Okay, let's uh, go get dad okay. because I do want to hear his side of the story when it comes to this whole sourdough saga that's begun at the Yancey household. This is the okay. biggest drama <laughs> in the neighborhood right now. <laughs> oh, we have so much going on here. What can let's I say? That. What can I say? It's about time to start taking daily drives, I think. <laughs> Alone. Alone. Yep. <laughs> Okay. All right. Hang on. Okay. Okay, Craver's dad. Okay, Craver's dad. Oh, boy. He already sounds riled up for this. Here I come to save the day. (laughs) Hey. Hey, buddy. So apparently there were some discrepancies in yesterday's <laughs> story that you want to give your side to. Now I'll do a really quick backstory. So right. my 
dad, um, we were making fun of him yesterday because he he likes to be a Karen or a Carl. He likes to, if there is a situation where he feels like he has been uh, unjustly treated by a establishment, he likes to make sure to get to the bottom of it. Well, it happened with uh, a loaf of bread the other day. And um, actually not one loaf, but two loaves of bread where you asked for it to be sliced in the deli. Mom went to pick it up and wasn't sliced. And so you, she was like, we'll worry about it next week. And you did not want that to happen you got to the bottom of it so what was the what part was wrong well let me first well i'm I'm here to correct the record first of all you're right about (laughs) that story but let me set the story straight to start with okay it's not just bread it's sourdough okay (laughs) Okay. and sourdough (laughs) is fermented and so for people who have uh intolerant to gluten you you could also eat i'm just gonna put that out there and so uh, my dad's so, not a doctor, by the way. We should say no, that. So no, but I re- if you have a gluten tolerance, don't please don't go off this hey, podcast. Hey, I can get to the internet, buddy. I, I know how to get <laughs> okay. to the internet. And so, uh, <laughs> and so, my, you know, in this Corona era time period here, uh, we've switched over to a system whereby we don't have to go in the grocery store. All we have to do is go online. Click everything right, and they bring it out and put it in the back of your your car. You don't have to touch anything. You don't have to pay for it there. It's online payment. So we've done it three times. The first time we had sliced sourdough bread. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the last two times, they weren't sliced. And let me tell you what. Get you a loaf of sourdough bread fresh and try to slice it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big challenge? It's a challenge, baby. Let me tell you okay. something. Let me tell you. So we decided, Nancy and I decided, no, no, we ain't going to do that. You know, and, and people are getting it sliced. I guarantee it. I said, well, honey, <laughs> just go in there and call them and figure out what went wrong. And she said, oh, no. Oh, no. I, they're busy. I don't want to hurt their feelings. And I, it, I started to head back to my room. And, you know, my temperature was going up and I was getting a little bit angry, I oh. guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I got in there and shut the door. I said, "Well, I'll call them. Why don't I just call them and figure it out?" I mean, I don't want to know why we can't get sliced bread. Uh, oh, excuse me, sourdough. I said, "I'm gonna call the bakery," and I get a younger person who doesn't seem just competent, who s- seems a little frantic right now. This is Saturday afternoon, and you know, a thousand people rushing in to mm-hmm. get their food. I said, uh, Nancy, Yancey ordered it. And she knows Nancy. Yes, I know her. And <laughs> so I said, we didn't get it sliced. She said, oh, Mr. Yancey. She says, uh, we don't go to the bakery. I said, what? <laughs> she said, we don't go to the bakery. And then, you know, I was being polite. I haven't pushed anybody and shoved anybody, hadn't hit anybody, hadn't threatened anybody to get fired or something. And so, so, okay, dear, thank you. And I hung up and I, I went into the other room and they said, well, she heard me. She said, what'd you find out? I said, honey, they don't go to the bakery, but, and then I remember what I heard earlier. I said, but there are three loaves sitting in the bakery. <laughs> My wife said, wait a minute. She grabbed her phone. She called the bakery. <laughs> No, she called. Uh, she called the girl in the back and says, "I got three loaves up there. If I come back, would you go get them and bring them to me?" And she said, "Yes, ma'am, I will." And and I said, "How how are we going to pay for it, honey? Uh, you know, because we normally pay online." And she says, right. "How are we going to pay?" And the, and the girl said, "Miss Yancey, you don't have to pay for it. So yeah, you're going to have five loaves." 
they just want you guys out of there. And they're yeah, like, just get these back. people to stop yeah. calling. <laughs> You're going to get banned from Kroger because you guys are causing too much chaos between the not being able to order your meals right and then uh, the bread <laughs> debacle. And Hey, Steve, what did I say last week? What did I say at the end of my little, uh, I guess, speech, for lack of a better term, the conversation? You never give up. There you go, baby. <laughs> there you go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I feel like at some point, don't you just have to kind of like cut your losses? And be like, okay, I mean, I maybe losses. I should just get a knife out and like just just, just just slice the bread. It may be a little more inconvenient, but maybe I Honey, I should just right. <laughs> come to it next time you come to Atlanta. I'm going to get you one of those uh, loaves of sourdough. <laughs> I'm going to get it fr- fresh, and I'm going to bring. I'm going to get two loaves. I'm going to get one and put it in the freezer, and I'm going to bring one home fresh, and I'm going to let you cut both of them. Try it. Try it. <laughs> Okay, right, that's right. a good idea. All right, love you. Love you. Uh, go get mom if you would, because when we get back, we got to do Ask My Mom. It's a segment where you guys can like write questions in, and my mom answers them, and she really feels like she is being a bad mom. She's doing something deceptive to make her third grader look better, but it's to make her a bad mom. You can decide with Ask My Mom next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, let's. Um, we're gonna get to ask my mom, and this is a segment that we do on Tuesday and now Thursday. If there is some type of unsolicited advice, or yes, solicited, but um, what's the right word I'm looking for here? Like we don't know you, and so we can kind of be a little bit more harsh. We're not your friends, right? We can just give you some some good wisdom, especially from my mom and you know all that she's been through and my perspective. So if you have a question for this segment, you can always just email me. It's thatguykramer at gmail.com or you can send me a DM on Instagram, which is thatguykramer. Okay. Uh, message from today. She wants to know if she's a bad mom. So that's mm. how it's going to end. Uh, I said, when I heard your mom talking about being good enough, I had an immense sen- sense of guilt, and I wanted to run this one by you for your Ask Your Mom segment. I have two kids, and things have been very chaotic over the past couple of weeks. My husband is still an essential worker, and I work from home. He's working more hours than ever. The change of schedules has been really hard for us. What I'm struggling with is that my daughter, who is in third grade, has been assigned schoolwork, and it's mandatory. She's having a hard time focusing on getting it done at home. In between trying to wrangle a five-year-old and a third grader, still keeping my job from home, having an absentee parent more or less, there just isn't enough hours in the day right now. For the past two weeks, I've been doing all of my daughter's schoolwork because we haven't had time to sit down and do it together. I found myself cramming it into the last few hours before it's due and just sending it in. Am I a bad mom? 
I'm not sure how to navigate this right now with schedules being so crazy. Well, I'm not a mom, so <laughs> I may not have the best advice here. I've always said there's no rules in quarantine. Like, mm. there's none. And that goes with appearance. That goes with your um, your hygiene. If you want to sit and record a podcast with no shirt on and being sweaty and have a chihuahua in your lap, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I mean, I know this one's like a little bit more serious because who knows? Uh, basically, kids are going to have a whole half a year of school that's been removed. And the only way for them to keep up is going to be to – you know, to, to focus on it and to get the schoolwork done. Do I think that you're doing the right thing by doing your kids' schoolwork? No. I mean, I think we can all agree it's not the right thing to do. But I think it does go back to being good enough. Like, ah, it's a tricky one. It's a really, really tricky one. So, Mom, you were the one. I forget what podcast number it was. But Mom was sharing this quote about being good enough and just doing your best. And so if cheating, more or less is good enough, does that mm. still count? Mm. Well, first of all, I want her to know that she is not a bad mom because she's reaching out for help and she knows that things are chaotic and crazy and she's just figuring out, like the rest of us, how to mm. maneuver this crazy corona time. Mm-hmm. So, no. No. You are not a bad mom. You obviously care about your children and about your livelihood. And your husband is an essential worker. So God bless him and God bless you for doing all of that. That's a lot. It's a lot of stress. And um, Stephen, I know you probably remember when you know you all were young, there were several years when your dad was traveling and he would be gone from Sunday night through Thursday night. Um, and I was basically a single mom for the three of you, right? Of course, we didn't have Corona. We had school. So it was a very different time. And if our kids know they're safe and they're loved, believe me, they will be okay. And this time will end and your third grader and your five-year-old will be just fine. Let your kids work with you. I mean, this is a family challenge. Try to create a schedule that you all can agree to and stick to, to bring some order to our lives. You know, we've talked about when everything is chaotic, what you can do to bring order to your lives. So, Right. That was um, on the Sunday uh, weekly five-minute pep talk. So if you want to go back and listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and get the schoolwork done at a time when your daughter's most attentive. Ask her when that might be and listen to what they say. I mean, if they're if they have buy-in to a schedule and a routine, it's much more likely to be successful than if you say, okay, kids, this is what we're going to do. Or right. oh no, no, you know, oh gosh, is it lunchtime already? Okay, here's some Cheerios. Let's eat now. And oh, I've <laughs> got to go back to work. You know, that I mean that's the reality of it, right? But it's not the right thing to do, I think, is the problem, right? What? To do your like, kids' schoolwork? Yeah, to do your kids' schoolwork and pass mm. it off as as theirs. I mean, it's no. a dishonest thing to do. So if you're yes. saying I did good enough, but yes. you're doing a dishonest thing, does that really fall into the same category? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Try to try to get 
a handle on the chaos so that there is time for right. the daughter to do her schoolwork mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it is her schoolwork. And she right. has to understand that she needs to do this or she will face the consequences. This is her work. Mom has her work. The daughter has her work. And brother has his work. And these are the things that we need to get done during the day. So how will we manage them to take care of them? And negotiate free time, too. What does that look like? You know, are you, right. are you going to run around outdoors? Are you going to play a video game? What are you going to do? I Read a book. I don't know what that looks like for your family. But just bring them in on the deal and just say, you know, this is our survival mode right now. We're in survival mode. And we have to do the best we can until things change. And we're not quite sure when that will be. So let's all negotiate this as a family, um, how to make this work. You know what I'd like to hear from as a teacher right now? So if you are a teacher, will you call me and what are your thoughts on that situation? 888-Kramer8, Kramer with a K, 888-Kramer8. Like, do you expect parents to keep up with all this stuff? Or are you just kind of like, I mean, whatever. It's no big deal. Did you ever feel like a bad mom? Oh, Yeah. Absolutely. There's only one time I could think of when I thought you were a bad mom. Do you know which time I'm thinking about? No. Which time? Maybe we'll talk about that in the in the near future. Oh, okay. So only only one time I remember being yeah. Wow. I remember being like traumatized. Traumatized. Mm Hmm. Wow. Mm Hmm. Well, I'm sorry. We'll talk about that on tomorrow. (laughs) Sorry, I traumatized you. (laughs) It was. I still get anxiety when I think about it. It's probably where all my anxiety problems came from. Oh (laughs) no. Don't blame me. Hey, don't yeah. blame me. And for all the things I've done wrong, I apologize. I'm sorry. Go to therapy and figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love you. Love you forever. Okay, let's get you some good news from the coronavirus. We do this at the end of every show right now because there's a lot of crappy stuff happening out there, but there's some cool stuff happening too. So might as well focus on that, right? Um, There is a six-year-old in Canada who is, instead of doing a lemonade stand, now has opened his very own drive-by or walk-by joke stand. And I cannot tell you how much time I just put in to try to get the audio for this. So please enjoy. What is red, white, and blue? A sad candy cane. What is black, white, and red? A penguin that's embarrassed. What's a pirate's favorite letter? What? Ah! What's your corniest joke? What's your worst joke you tell? I don't think I have any bad jokes, but my sister has like awful ones. Oh, what are some of her awful jokes? What does a donut say when he hears something great? Awesome. I mean, I don't know that they're, they're funniest jokes, but it's still kind of cute, right? I guess it's... Oh, and by the way, he said he's offering these jokes for free because he wants people to save their money for important things like groceries. That is cute. And we're trying to find all kind of ways to keep us entertained nowadays. I get it. And this is one that went viral. I saw this maybe a week and a half ago and didn't know if it'd be big, but apparently now it's going to be, be a thing. There's over a million people now who find laughter during isolation by posting pictures of costume-themed garbage bin outings. Have you seen this? So it all started because there's this woman over in Australia who was like, hey, it'd be funny if we could just 
wear costumes every single time we take out our trash cans. And so she did it. And then all of a sudden, like her friends started talking about it. And then like that started picking up. And now over a million people have joined this Facebook group where they're sharing pictures of them going to take the trash can out because there's nothing much else to do right outside. And uh, instead of now wearing costumes and taking the trash out and the group is kind of funny. So I'll, I'll share it in the show notes for you as well. And the end of every show we do a made me laugh, a segment where I find something online that just made me giggle. Hopefully makes you laugh too. And I saw this just earlier this morning and it's a great question. I don't know why we do this. Do you? Can someone please explain to me what the hell Guy Fieri ever did to anyone? <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about, the celebrity chef? People shit on that dude all the time. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, all he ever did was follow his dreams. <laughs> Do you understand? People are horrible to a television personality, and he didn't do anything wrong. Here's what he did do, America. He started a company where he hires everybody. He pays more than minimum wage. He gives health benefits before he has to. He has a nonprofit where he gives pretzel-making machines to schools so they can fundraise. I know that one sounds like I made it up, but I swear to Christ, it's true. <laughs> he works with Special Olympics athletes, and if you need a little more sugar with this medicine, he also officiated a gay wedding. Yeah. But because he has flames on his shirt... Everybody shits all over this dude like he's a member of Nickelback. And by the way, what the hell did Nickelback ever do? They made 40 million bros happy? Yeah, you don't want them walking around pissed off. That's how we ended up in this mess. And look, I get it. I don't want to hang out with Guy Fieri either, okay? I know he looks like a hot topic manager moonlighting out of Fridays. But he didn't do anything wrong. Well, what else has he done, Shane? I'm so glad you asked. He goes around the country to small businesses and gives them free advertising on a national platform on a weekly basis. Advertising those small businesses could never afford themselves with his own television show. But because his hair looks like he was electrocuted while drinking Mountain Dew, <laughs> people act like we need to saw his head off and put it on the internet. Ponder that the rest of your day, okay? Why do we make fun of Guy Fieri so much? I don't know. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for being here today on the podcast. It's a big deal. If you could like leave a little review below you on the podcast app, that'd be awesome too. Uh, tomorrow, we got a moment in Kramer history and I, oh, and some of your phone calls tomorrow too. So that is here on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. See you then. Goodbye. Remember, you can call or text the show anytime, 888-Kramer8. That's Kramer with a K. Hi, Kramer. This is Liz. Um, I'm one of the MAs in one of the TRIPS clinics, and I just want to say thank you so much for feeding our nurses at our hospital. That is so sweet, and it just, it just touched my heart hearing that you fed our third shift nurses over there because they really do work their butts off. And we wanted to say thank you. And on behalf of Trip, I just want to say thank you. And all the other hospitals, too. And, you know, all the other nurses at the hospital. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. I love your podcast. Hey, Kramer. This is Emily. I really like your podcast so far. 
today. I listened to the one on being a hypochondriac, and it reminded me of when you thought you had cat AIDS. <laughs> so that's just something I'll never forget. Um, keep it up. I like it. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.